My name is Dr. Ian Storch. I'm a board-certified gastroenterologist and osteopathic physician, and you are listening to DO or Do Not. If you're interested in joining our team or have suggestions or comments, please contact us at doordonotpodcast.com. Share our link with your friends and like us on Apple Podcasts, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We hope you enjoy this episode. Hassan Minaj is a 36-year-old comedian who has had many accolades, including Time's 100 Most Influential People in the World in 2018. Interestingly, his mother is a physician who went to school in India and then practiced in the United States. He's a frequent guest on The Daily Show with Jim Fallon. In September 2021, Hassan made a joke about a DO urologist who he had consulted with and subsequently performed surgery on him for infertility. Over the past several months, we at DO or Do Not have been busy interviewing important physicians on our podcast, but wanted to take the time to make a comment about the comedian's appearance and the jokes which were made. The AOA and other organizations have already voiced their opinions through social media and other venues. In this episode of Do or Do Not, we will discuss the validity of Hassan's comments and also interview David Siegel, a professional comedian who will discuss what comedians do, how they approach skits in general, and the difficulties and issues with making jokes about specific groups. If you've listened to our past 60-plus episodes, I hope we've convinced you that osteopathic medicine is special. The concern of groups like the AOA are clearly that people will listen to Hassan Minaj's jokes and not understand exactly what osteopathic medicine stands for. We at DO or do not believe that osteopathic medicine and osteopathic doctors are caring, competent physicians that treat patients as a whole. They can practice in any area of medicine, including manipulative therapy, which adds an extra modality that MDs don't have. If you have any questions about osteopathic medicine, and this is the first episode that you're listening to, again, I don't think it takes much for me to convince you. Just listen to the podcast. First, I want to comment on the RC Cola analogy. I want to start with some facts and history about the soft drink and company. Royal Crown Cola was invented in 1905 by Claude Hatcher, 13 years after the invention of Coca-Cola, to avoid the cost of the syrup of Coke. In the 1940s, they were a very successful company and won blind taste tests against many of their competition. Throughout its history, Royal Crown was an innovator, being the first company to introduce canned soda, diet soda, and caffeine-free soda. The company was ultimately purchased by Keurig Dr. Pepper in the year 2000. According to Statistics.com, in 2019, Coke and Pepsi combined held 68% of the market share for colas, while Royal Crown Cola had 18% which to me is not bad, considering in the U.S. 
the yearly per capita consumption is a staggering 154 liters. I do think that Minaj is right that there are some analogies between MDs and DOs that are similar to the comparison of Royal Cola and Coca-Cola. MDs and DOs are both complete physicians, just like RC Cola and Coca-Cola are both colas. As DOs are a minority in the U.S., Royal Cola is a cola minority. It has been quoted that 11% of physicians currently practicing in the U.S. are DOs, which is actually less than the 18% of colas consumed in the U.S. that are RC. When researching this statistic, I was wondering if instead of insulting DOs, Minaj may have insulted the president of Royal Crown more than the president of the American Osteopathic Association. In summary, Minaj's point on RC Cola points to the fact that we are a minority, which is correct. There is no study, however, showing inferiority of RC Cola or DOs. And many people actually prefer RC Cola, and many prefer an osteopathic physician. Minaj mentioned that there is a war going on between MDs and DOs. This fact is clearly not true. If anything, in recent years, the professions are coming closer together, and this can specifically be pointed to with the recent residency merger. As most of you know that have been listening to the podcast, at this time, DOs and MDs apply for the same residency programs after graduation. When Hassan talks about his doctor wearing, quote, a lab coat and Jordans, this is kind of funny to me in that knowing the price of Jordans from my children, sometimes a good pair of Ferragamo shoes might seem cheap. Minaj is clearly kidding about the fact that the doctor that he sees wants to do surgery in his office, quote, right here and now. Obviously, that's silly. At the time of a consultation, surgery is never performed. Another point that Minaj mentions in his original skit is that the DO urologist that he sees had failed out of Caribbean school twice before going to osteopathic school. This is clearly a joke. I have many friends that are excellent physicians that attended Caribbean schools, and I certainly in no way want to make any comment that insults these physicians. It is difficult to generalize about Caribbean schools, as there are many, and they are all distinct. However, on researching the numbers online, attrition rate seems to range from 6 to 40%. MD attrition rate, documented in 2018 by AAMC, was 4.5%. And for DOs, the average from 2009 to 2018 was lower at 3.03%. This is the lowest I have seen. Certainly, a percentage of students leaving medicine is reasonable regardless of the school, regardless of an MD or a DO institution, some students find the coursework overwhelming 
And some, after thinking it was their goal, realized this is not the journey that they want to be on. Minaj states that the urologist that he saw got a DO because he couldn't afford the good letters, meaning the MD. The fact, however, is that osteopathic schools, unfortunately, are sometimes more expensive than an MD institution. According to ACOM, the average cost of a DO school in 2018 was $77,362 a year. According to the AAMC, in 2020, the average USMD school was $62,550 for a public school and $82,545 for a private school. The fact of the matter, clearly, is that neither an MD or a DO are cheap, despite the fact that they are both good letters. In the apology offered by Minaj, he states that DO matriculants typically have lower MCAT scores than their MD counterparts. This is definitely true. The average for MDs is quoted at 508.7 and for DOs, 503.8 on the MCAT. For GPA, MDs are quoted as having a 3.7 grade point average with DOs having a 3.54 average. All of these numbers are high. The bar for all of this is high. And although it is unclear, it is my opinion that the osteopathic schools use a holistic approach to applicants and weigh life experience and other factors heavily. Of note, when discussing the urologist that Hassan saw, there is no question that urology is a super competitive residency And it could be argued that as a DO, it may be slightly more difficult. Menage surgeon is likely excellent at tests. Finally, the fact that Menage had his physician do his urologic surgery clearly illustrates that he had full confidence in his surgical skills as well as his DO training. Clearly, if Menage Hassan had thought that the surgeon's DO was inferior, he would not have had the operation with him. In Menashe San Apology, he states, quote, I want to tell you something that your parents never told you, meaning DOs. I love you guys. Basically, he's saying that DO's parents don't tell them that they love them. My mother definitely has told me that I love her, but the honest fact from my personal experience is that many years after graduation from medical school, although my mother knows I'm a physician, she frequently thought that a DO was an optometrist. That's an OD. Just to make sure that you understand that she has nothing against the profession, when she went to see a doctor recently for increased liver function tests in Florida, she called me and told me that she had seen a liver doctor. I told her that I was a liver doctor. She told me I wasn't, that I was a gastroenterologist, and I only did colonoscopies. For those of you that don't know, gastroenterologists are board certified in gastroenterology, nutrition, and liver disease. As a generality, when it comes to Hassan Minaj's 
comments, I'm actually happy that he took the time on national television to speak about the DO difference. Although some can think that it's negative, I think that it's important that the public knows who we are. When we started this podcast and interviewed Karen Nichols, certainly one of the utmost DO leaders, I sent her an email. And when she responded, she pointed out that my signature said Dr. Ian Storch and not Ian Storch DO. Although this was an innocent omission, so many times people don't appreciate how great DOs are and what we do. When we interviewed Norman Gevitz, author of the book, DOs, Osteopathic Medicine in America, he stressed that DOs need to make sure that people know the difference, that people know what DOs do that is special if the profession is to survive. There's no question that he is right. Although it seems odd, I think that we need to thank Hassan Minaj for bringing attention to our profession and the DO difference. I want to conclude this episode by interviewing David Siegel, a good friend of mine and a very funny professional comedian from Florida. He'll tell us a little bit more about what comedians do and what we should take from their jokes. All right, we have David Siegel with us now. David, thank you so much for being with us. Yeah, thanks, Ian. Thanks for having me. So can you just start by telling us what you do for a living, what your job is, so we can get some context as to your comments? Yeah, well, I'm a stand-up comedian. That's kind of the passion of what I do. I travel around and perform in comedy clubs all over the country, but I'm also a writer-producer for a late-night talk show, a show of which will remain nameless for now. That's perfect. So I think you're the perfect person to comment. And I know you've you've listened to the joke that was made by Hassan Minaj, right? Yes, I did. And you don't have to answer this if this is too personal. But before I asked you to listen to this, did you know what a DO was? And have you ever seen a DO as a, as a patient? And again, if that's too personal, you don't have to answer it. No, I... So we talked on the phone and you mentioned a DO and it didn't register. I don't think I knew it by the acronym. But or the initials, but like I didn't know what it was. And you, oh, you mean osteopathy? And you're like, yes, of course. And for me, like I've, I think my wife has seen you as a patient. I'm not sure if I have or not, but like I, I have, I have seen a DO. And I think on certain occasions, I probably didn't even know if they were a DO or an MD. I kind of just went with someone I was comfortable with. Right. That's perfect. So first of all, what did you think about the clip and the apology? And then just give us some some of your thoughts on your experiences with number one, talking about something that's a little difficult, a difficult personal situation. And two, do you think Hassan Minaj hates DOs kind of thing? <laughs> like, what do you think are his Well, people? here's what I think happened. We elevate certain jobs in this country and certain jobs we don't. Doctors are elevated. Lawyers are kind of elevated. So I think there are certain jobs where if you knock them down, if you mock them, it hurts their pride a little bit because they have a good thing going for them and you're kind of working against that. So I do think a religious leader, a doctor, an attorney, if you're going to knock them down through comedy, some of them aren't going to react uh, favorably to that. With that said, you know, there are certain jobs that we don't elevate, unfortunately, in our society. And for whatever reason, it's okay to make fun of them, which I think is a little hypocritical. 
I think with any job, if you're sitting in a comedy club, for example, and you're in one of those first two rows where the comedian may talk to you and ask what you do for a living, you know, you're going to say, I'm an electrician, I'm a teacher, I'm a doctor. They're going to make fun of you. There's going to be a stereotype based on that job and they're going to go after it because it's an easy laugh. Stereotypes are easy. Now, whether it's funny or not, that's up to the audience. But the person being made fun of, in this case, DOs, also has a choice. They have a choice of whether they want to accept that mocking and just kind of laugh it off and not take themselves too seriously, or they could choose to take offense to it. And really, what are they taking offense to? This person doesn't know you personally. They don't know anything about you. So that's a choice also. So I think DOs taking offense to this joke, and that's what it was, a joke by Hassan Minaj, is a choice. And I, I would say, long story short, you need to take yourself a little less seriously and kind of just laugh it off. That stereotype of DOs not being on the same level of MDs, that's a, that's a stereotype that's out there. And Hassan Minaj didn't create it. He's not responsible for it. He's just kind of exploiting it for the, for the sake of humor. It's up to them if they want to take offense to it. Just to kind of maybe go down a little different pathway, have you ever told a joke about someone and had them offended by it? I guess that's my first question. I've been doing comedy for over 20 years. And just like anything, like you've been a doctor for over 20 years, you grow as a doctor, you grow as a comedian, you constantly learning, you're constantly picking up new traits and breakthroughs in technology or learning. And like I do joke, I, I would do jokes and bits in the first five years that I was doing comedy that I would never do now. One example that I always tell people, um, I did this joke about the actor. Do you remember the show Life Goes On? Yes, of course. Okay. It was a sitcom where the main character had Down syndrome and he was played by an actor that had Down syndrome. And I did a joke about how everyone gives this actor, Chris Burke, so much credit because he's an actor with Down syndrome. But I reverse and be like, yeah, but he's playing a guy with Down syndrome. It's like, it's not a stretch. Like, let's see a role where he plays a doctor or a lawyer and then I'll be impressed. That was the joke. That was the gist of the joke. Okay. And it always got a laugh, a big laugh. Okay. But I was a young comedian. Then I got invited to do a, a benefit to, to be, the benefit. The cause of the charity was playgrounds for children who are limited, you know, whether they had physical or mental disabilities, it was like safe playgrounds and it was being run by a friend of mine. So I'm on my way to the show and I'm like, well, I'm not doing that bit tonight. Right. Because it's just like, know your crowd type situation. But then I started thinking, I'm doing that bit in front of audiences of two, three, 500 people all the time. Like somebody in that crowd has a child with Down syndrome. So why am I choosing to not do it? Because I personally know that there's someone with Down syndrome in the crowd or someone with a child with Down, but not when I don't know. And I found it hypocritical of me. Like I, I just shouldn't do the bit then. If I don't want to do it with this crowd, don't do it with any crowd. So I threw it out of the, the repertoire of bits and I don't do it anymore because I grew. Now, in our society, we're kind of going off in a tangent right now. Let's just say I got a job in SNL, right? And there was uh, footage of me doing that bit. I might get canceled. I might get fired from SNL because I did that bit 15 years ago with no regard that I grew as a comedian and decided myself that I wasn't going to do that bit anymore. 
So I really think it's kind of unfair for society to hold those kind of parameters on comedians for jokes, like give them the chance to decide if they, if they feel like it's still appropriate or not. I think that's great, David. Thank you for that explanation. And it's tough. It's obviously we think it's tough to be a doctor. It sounds like it's really hard to be a comedian. You mentioned that Hassan Minaj may have liked it that the DOs got all crazy and angry with him. And I think his response shows that, right? So absolutely. That kind of gets yeah, I mean, media and, and the response obviously was just him playing it up and, and getting excited. Right. So there's a reason why like the media and like they use clickbait. Right. And this is not Hassan Minaj, but like the DOs basically, they planted this clickbait. They like they made this this bit, this joke kind of go viral, at least within their industry. They're giving him all sorts of press that he wasn't getting otherwise. And believe me, he really doesn't care if he pisses off some DOs. Uh, I don't even know if like, look, the story might be true. It might not be true. If I had to bet money, I'd say that the basis of the story is true, but the details about the doctor referring to his balls probably isn't true. Like I'm sure the DO isn't that lackadaisical in the terminology that they're using. I'm sure he wasn't wearing Jordans with his scrubs or whatever it was, but you know, comedians will take creative license and they're really doing him a favor with this outrage. David, my last little question, and we talked about this a little bit, forgetting about the whole Dio comment, those parts of the jokes that people had issue with. The skit is about his infertility, which to me is interesting. It seems to me that if a person is having a problem having children, specifically, I mean, that's really a personal problem that he brings to light. Can you talk a little bit about comedians using personal issues that are that are really serious topics as a piece of their comedy routine. Yeah. And that's definitely not something that Hassan Minaj has started. That's been going on for decades, probably since the Catskills or, or the Apollo. Like it's a form of therapy for a lot of comedians where, look, this might be a very therapeutic way of dealing with his infertility at the time. It, it, I, I think he's had kids since, so it has a happy ending, but it doesn't really matter whether they're happy. There's a comedian named Tig Notaro a large part of her act now is about her breast cancer and her double mastectomy, I believe. And, you know, it's really a challenge for comedians to take dark parts of their lives and be able to laugh at them and be able to share those experiences. I know there are a lot of comedians that don't do that. Their, their comedy isn't about their personal lives, but it's really, I feel like there's a certain rule in comedy where if you make it funny, it doesn't matter like what the subject matter is. Like comedians that'll talk about, the Holocaust, or it could really rub people the wrong way, but it's all in context. It's all in the way you deliver it. And if you're successful, the payoff could be huge. David, you're awesome. Again, thank you. I know you have a busy day. I appreciate you taking the time for us. No problem. Just, just recognize that me doing this favor for you only means that like, I'll be sending you pictures of like my stool and asking you questions about that. And you'll have to pay it back. I love it. As long as we could paste it on the, on the website, we're, we're all good. Yeah. Just use a little key. And like, this is Dave's diet is affecting his stool. And this is why you know, I'll put my picture next to it. Perfect. Dave, thank you again. I appreciate your time. You have a great day. All right. Thanks. Dave. Have a good one. Thank you. This concludes our episode of Do or Do Not. Send all inquiries, comments, suggestions, and even let us know if there's someone you want us to interview to do or do not podcast at gmail.com. 
Don't forget to like us on Facebook at Do or Do Not Podcast for updates. If you enjoyed our podcast, please share it with your classmates and administration. We have plenty of more interviews lined up, and we're excited to share them with you. This is Tian Yu Shea. Thank you guys so much for listening to Do or Do Not.